Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the 12th episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And then I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, and my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Hi, Kate. Hi. I need to edit that to keep, um, say, 113 plus shows. I do. Yeah. Because I I don't want our dear listeners to think that we're only doing this for, you know, seven years. We're going to hit at least a decade, at least a decade with the amount of shit that TLC keeps (laughs) shoveling onto the channel. So the months and the years will keep going by and we'll keep recording and we'll keep letting you know, listeners, what's out there. Rotting our brains for you. So much, so much. I gotta say, Kate, um, not having any booze this week. Having a little Coca Cola, uh, Coke Zero. Don't worry, it's not the full, full fat Coke, <laughs> just Coke Zero. <laughs> I just for listeners, we're recording. We usually record between like seven thirty or eight o'clock at night, and that's the time. And I had been doing a load of stuff today, and I've um started a well I before it was like six o'clock and I was like I need a nappy pap like I need to go and lie down and have a little nap and I don't nap I used to nap all the time like in my 20s when you're supposed to have the most energy napping all the time now I couldn't even tell you when I last took a nap but I was like shit I really need to close my eyes so I can get ready for the pod so it was like six and I thought let me just see if I could just close my eyes a little bit 
it didn't really work but I did rest and it's all because I've started this new following this new girl on um girl this new trainer on YouTube she is unbelievable it's great workouts but it's those type of workouts you start doing you're like this is gonna be good this is gonna be easy and then five minutes in sweat down the back barely shake barely breathing (laughs) it's so a little bit sleepy peep but i'm not gonna not gonna let it affect gonna keep going have my coke zero and carry on we got a lot to bring the listeners this week we do so i can't wait i'm sorry by the way uh sorry i don't have my nails done for this oh, week oh shit we should have you know what that's so funny mine have completely peeled off as well i have a nail appointment tomorrow <laughs> um but i can't say that i'm exactly inspired by what we saw in this show mm. but um should yeah I? I won't be spending five to a thousand dollars on my nails like we'll see in this show um not this week so <laughs> having said that should we dive on into our first show yeah let's talk about it all okay. right go ahead kate all right. Our first show this week is called Unpolished, and this is the description that TLC gives for it. Nail artist Lexi Martone rose to fame through her innovative 3D nail art, which attracts a growing number of customers, tourists, and celebrities to the salon she co-owns with her sister, Brie, Brie, isn't it Bria? Bria, oh. who is a oh. hair and makeup artist sister the reality series which takes place in their long island salon features the sisters and their larger than life italian family who frequently stop by to stir up trouble mm-hmm. bria and lexi show off their skills to a wide range of cli- uh, clientele while trying to balance their relationships and family drama all right tlc so you have us with that we got drama we got trouble um Italians. i what yeah i hadn't watched this before had you ever watched this or heard of it no neither okay so to set the scene for our listeners as kate said it's called unpolished it's a salon in long island now when i when i knew we were going to do this i thought great opportunity for accent work this week a lot of opportunity um Mm -hmm. little bit too tired to to hone in and focus on my um my accent work um as we all know it really really is masterpiece (laughs) when i when i dive into it um but if you would like to go ahead at any point kate for your long island accent go ahead Um, do my best i'll do my best. great 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 so we had two seasons we watched thankfully Mm -hmm. by the way wheel of shame was really good to us last week the two shows we had they were just they weren't like these 10 season bullshit we just had yeah. two seasons of unpolished and then we'll get to the other show but um it was first season was 2019 and the second one was 2021 and they skipped the year obviously because of covid so you have this salon in long island and as it started and opened it reminded me it reminded me completely of the show which was a i don't even know if it made it to tlc but it was one of those shitty channels, Jerseylicious. Do you remember Jerseylicious? I didn't watch it, but I remember it, yeah. Okay. Jerseylicious was like the OG. It was like the original before um, Jersey Shore, before all of them. It was this. And it was this salon, which obviously was in Jersey. And these girls that their hair was so jet black and massive their 
makeup was inches thick on their face and the earrings were just the biggest plastic hot topic forever 21 you just the statement necklaces from forever 21 it was unbelievable it was the era of i can't i don't know what year it was but it was the era of um like a thick uh belt um Mm. and then leggings and with like a top around the thick belt around your waist like 2007 2008 something like that that's what i was gonna say yeah for sure and it was so i mean they had full-out brawls so that was great but i don't think it was i think it was on like the style ironically it was on like the style network or something randomly but (laughs) not even tlc but it reminded me of this so we go in and we meet the family who all work in this salon together okay so you've got as we said you've got lexi brie i guess it, it is bria brie bria um jen who is the mother of lexi and bria big big mike oh here we are accents coming in come hey it's just like tony soprano over here's over this oh god (laughs) (laughs) buckle up listeners um big mike and then we have the grandmother foxy her name's just foxy and the grandfather i didn't catch his name so i just wrote ponytail because he has a ponytail (laughs) grandpa ponytail grandpa known as yes now the looks we need to focus in on what we were hit with straight away my questions were a plenty for their looks i don't know where you buy clothes like that that's my first question is it fashion nova i mean i don't i think it was probably like where do you find wet seal like wet ah oh, yes that's a good throwback i wonder if wet seal still yeah. exists huh hmm. i wonder but yeah wet seal's a good one wet seal fashion over oh what's that sheen or sheen yeah like that we are thrown into the salon and before now lexi uh, lexi owns it with her sister um and lexi is the older sister um you meet you see foxy first now foxy's well into her seven i'm gonna repeat that well into her 70s she is known for teasing hair she's a hairdresser and what we what we saw when we met foxy was a shock to the system you know how you read those articles about like what happens when um your body drinks a soda like i'm doing right now the reaction your entire body like basically convulses from the inside out that's (laughs) how i felt when we were introduced (laughs) to foxy she the face was orange the hair was barely there but mounds of it huge mm-hmm. there were heels on there were tight pants on there were off the shoulder tops and just the skin pure leather just a beautiful <laughs> they've gone down the shore a lot orange leather it oh, was a yeah. sight to behold kate wasn't it yeah it's like the grandma and there's something about mary yes that's exactly the tanning grandma it's like that but more fabulous with like big hoop earrings lots of jewelry yeah just in her the age the age and listen she's up there she's working she's wearing (laughs) heels she's spending more time on how she looks than i do every morning by the way this is how wait she 
she looked so good all the time i thought for being that old i already gave up and i'm 31 i mean look we've we're not going to get into what Kate and I look like right now. This is why we're doing a podcast. I mean, I don't think, I think I, I mean, I showered today, so I brushed my hair, but I mean, you're lucky if you, if you're getting that on a daily basis. Uh, Kate's got the messy bun going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look like we're really ready for bed at this point, but no onwards and upwards. Foxy <laughs> didn't do it. Foxy, Kate, you're right. Look, I, 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 I'm describing her probably very harshly, but accurately but um she, you're right she for being that age she's up she's a makeup done she has a hair done she has these very very young clothes mm-hmm. and you're like good for you yeah i mean it, it was striking she was she was striking um can i talk wait wait yeah wait. Go. can i talk about how so we didn't address the fact that this show is introduced all these characters are being mm-hmm. introduced by Lexi. So like Lexi is the backbone of this family in yes. more ways than one. And she is sitting at a table pretending to be eating pasta or something and she's turning to the camera and talking to it like you know in movies where it's like mm. someone falls off of like a table and then it pauses while they're falling and it's like you're probably wondering how i got here yeah <laughs> it's like I forgot it's yes. like really corny and she's like that's bria she has adhd and so she's a hairstylist and then it's yeah <laughs> you're so right i completely <laughs> forgot the setup that's great but foxy she used to have a salon in her house but then all her clients died because they were like a hundred <laughs> whoa oh okay Lexi. that's what she said <laughs> you're right <laughs> but all of that it was cracking me up i forgot that you're right and of course it's pasta because they're in long island so it's meatballs it's pasta it's there come get there. your hair done yeah it, and there you go slip it in um so you see foxy then you see now i want to talk about the first scene of bria who is Lexi's um, sister. Mm-hmm. She's a hairdresser, a uh, makeup artist. And I guess, her, I don't know, makeup mm-hmm. artist. And she is at work wearing a see-through, <laughs> a see-through catsuit <laughs> and heel, like seven-inch heels. And I'm just, it genuinely was something that it was like a J-Lo cat suit that she would have worn on tour and you, it's like mesh and i'm just thinking all i could think about was can you imagine trying to go to the toilet and you're wearing that like all throughout the day and the hair is jet black jet they're all all jet 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 that dyed dyed artificial jet black and the thick makeup the mounds of jewelry it was it was something. She's going to work as a hairdresser just wearing a see-through. It was an Erica Jane. That's what it reminded me of. Erica Jane catsuit. Jersey style. That is <sighs> so much effort to put in. I cannot so... imagine waking up to go to work at like 7 in the morning and peeling and pulling on a mesh catsuit and putting on like 5-inch heels. It's like... It's what? just... It, it's even more remarkable because you know... They weren't doing it for the camera. Yeah, sure, they had a camera crew filming them. They were doing it because that's what they wear all the time. That's what they wear, yeah. That's their style. Their house is 
equally as fast. Oh. Like that's their whole thing. It's like over the top. They're like more, 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 more is more. There's in this first scene, they're introducing the salon and she's like here at our salon, everything's over the top. And then it just pans to this, um, gay male hairstylist wearing a tiara uh, of course of course <laughs> like everything's over the top here of <laughs> like, course oh and then lexi starts t- taking you around her room because she still lives at home i think she's 22 she's 22 mm-hmm. not lexi sorry bria the 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 younger sister bria you see her room and all i could think about was just dust it was like you oh you go in and she's like i just want everything everywhere all the time and it was just shelves full of like perfume bottles or or like plastic wands or like tiaras or like just leopard print and zebra print mixed together and pillows and just and I thought who is dusting any of that because it's just that's all I thought about how dusty that room must be the pile to the ceiling pile to the ceiling with stuff you just blown the house away is big the house is big but yeah. it it made me feel claustrophobic watching yeah. how the bedrooms were and they're all just together all the time yeah and it's all <laughs> pink and black and gold and yeah. silver and let's put a throne in here and you're just like let's not how about let's not let's just let some things be subtle but there's no subtlety here so you find out that lexi and bria both bought into the salon jen the mother works there as like the receptionist and does bookkeeping and stuff like that she's just i mean we don't even need to discuss what she looks like because you can imagine jet black long hair jet black bangs orange tan just the exact stereotype of what you would say about someone from Long Island or from Jersey. It was just, mm-hmm. it was a lot. The salon is kind of how you'd expect it. It's like, let's put glitter here. Let's put pink here. Let's put pink and black like it's an Avril Lavigne video. It was just, <laughs> oh, it was a lot. So accurate. <laughs> and, you know, we should really actually talk about Avril Lavigne on a side note. Yeah. What is her deep? No, maybe we- we'll do a Patreon episode because I am somewhat fascinated but equally as annoyed by avril lavigne like what are you doing still wearing hot topic clothes you're like nearly 40 like yeah. i i just she i don't she didn't, get her at all she didn't really she didn't really have the style evolution that like gwen stefani had for example <laughs> she's no or, style and she's still turning up no. to these events and by the way how the hell did she date Brody jenner who is like one of the most beautiful human beings that's ever existed Unclear. That unclear. I don't anyway, know. I liked her um... back in the day, but <laughs> why yeah. you gotta go? <laughs> things things so, so complicated. complicated. Oh, people are making things so complicated at school. Oh, it's so hard, man. I've got an English essay due. Oh, <laughs> he was a skater boy. You know what? He was a skater boy. Anyway, um, Avril Lavigne aside, so we <laughs> see this about... <laughs> An episode will be available on Patreon soon regarding Avril Lavigne. Um, we see this and then they go into Lexi. And Lexi genuinely is a very fascinating character to me anyway. Yeah. So they're all the Matones. Um, Lexi Matone is... She talks about this evolution of herself, about how she ended up here. And she yeah. was very, very overweight when she was younger. So she said mm-hmm. it was very insecure was bullied at school and i was just on my own a lot 
And um, she said, so I just was in my room and I, you know, loved art and I just drew and I drew and I drew and I started getting into nails and I figured out I could do very elaborate ones and 3D art and people liked it. Then I entered a competition and I won and I got, you know, my confidence started to boost and then I ended up losing all this weight because I knew I had to be happy. And so she's telling a story and you are just so... um, proud of her she's just she's such such a talented artist i mean i was she, inspired by lexi yeah i was genuinely i yeah. was like she really just turned over a new leaf for herself oh, completely completely and it's, it's this great. is what i mean with these tlc shows and you know it's listeners you're so lucky that you do have such experts that break them down because you can go in and think this is just another, another Jersey licious. It is just something frivolent and ridiculous, friv- frivolous. <laughs> Ooh, uh, and that's with no alcohol. Frivolous and uh, and fluffy and nonsense. But you watch her, and she said, "I was just alone all the time. I hated my body." I, and then she lost all this weight, and she's created this entire salon that she pays for. She owns a house. She's like, I think she's like twenty four or twenty five. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a phenomenal artist. I mean, you can't believe the talent of her, it, of her, and, and what she does. It's just mind blowing. Yeah. Should we talk about some of these nails she does? Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Because there's just, like oh, someone will come in and be like, "I'm a mermaid at parties. Mm-hmm. Like I love being a mermaid," and she will just take hours to make these nails that are like. A sandcastle and a moving mermaid tail yeah. or Just, like a, there's a, a boom box that actually works yeah. it's it's she's plan. really creative and innovative with mm. how she makes all these little things on the nails and you know they're hideous like that, to have sure, on your I hand mean, they're, they're awful looking but but right. not for not for their lack of um uh intricacy they're, they're yes and her art as she as kate said she's she's she really is an extremely talented artist. This woman came in and she was pregnant and she said, I want to get an ultrasound put on my nail. And she drew like freehand. She's like, oh, I pick up my detail pencil or whatever it is here. And she's drawing on, obviously it's an acrylic nail they put on. And then she starts drawing in white and black, the shape of this unborn child. And it looked exactly like the sonogram. And you're just she's phenomenal she's a phenomenal woman she's very good at what she does and And what she does is big mm -hmm. long tacky nails and she's so good at it she's so good i mean i just wanted to say to her let's put the nails down let's get you in i want to get you a canvas and i want to get you a palette i want to see you just paint because you are so talented i want to see you i don't know do you I just wanted to see her do yeah. something else, you know, but but not that this is, I mean, this has got her, a TV show, it's got her money, it's got her house, it's got her very successful career, and she's something like 24 years old, so it's oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah I it's respect, amazing. I respect her nail hustle, but I agree, I'm like, you, she, I think she could do anything artistic that she anything. set her mind to. Anything, yeah, she's, and it's just, it's like, good for you, doll, like, you know, she's just, yeah, I really, really liked her. Yeah. Um and her her evolution's interesting from season one and season two, but we'll get to that. But you see her, yeah. and she's kind, she doesn't dress like Bria, but she is with the tight dresses and, um, you know, the big heels. And you're just like, I just can't imagine the effort. Like, being a woman, you 
to even if you are at your skinniest and you feel good about your body but just putting these tight restrictive clothes on these massive heels you're just so uncomfortable all the time yeah that's an interesting point i think i think if lexi had grown up in an area that wasn't so attached to these gender norms and how women are supposed to dress and Mm -hmm. look like i think if lexi had grown up in like portland or something Mm -hmm. she would not dress feminine at all well that's that's a really good point and I completely agree with you. And you see what changes in the next season, which we'll get to. But right, right? but um, yeah, she she does that, and then you do see her. She's she's got a very um, Tim Burton s. I think you can tell she loves Tim Burton and that aesthetic. Yeah. You know, it's cute. It's it's cute. Um, yeah. So we go into the house, and that's when we meet Big Mike. And and Lexi's like, yeah, my dad is basically Tony Soprano. He even breathes like him. And then TLC just has this cut, this cut of him going. <sighs> I was like, oh, all right, guys, calm down. Jeez. <laughs> it did make me go. I need to go back and rewatch all the Sopranos. But I'm not even going to discuss that with you, Kate, because we discovered in an earlier episode you've never watched the Sopranos. Anyway, not one episode. <sighs> um. So we we hear about that. And then we meet Matt. Now, Matt is Bria, Bria's boyfriend. And Lexi says straight away, I hate Matt. Matt is a terrible person. Um, my sister has, they've know, they knew each other through high school, like very young, like 14. And Bria's now 22, 23. And, um... She said he has repeatedly cheated on her. His massive substance addictions, which has caused him, or not necessarily caused him, but in addition to, has been a thief, a liar, stole her credit cards to take another woman to a hotel, charged it to his girlfriend's credit cards, rehab about eight times, none of which has worked, and she stood by him and is fighting for him and besotted with him and lexi's like i hate him he's a terrible person and i'm so annoyed that my uh sister is in a relationship with him and he sat at the dinner table with them and lexi doesn't even look at she says i haven't looked at him for a really really long time don't don't speak to him at all you find out he also has two two children mm-hmm. that um he had admittedly well that Bria said they were on a break and they, yeah. yeah, and he got another woman pregnant. So, which Bria and Bria like dotes on these two children. And you're just looking and thinking, I mean, it's, there's it's one thing, it's a lot. I mean, there's one thing about people having, you know, substance abuse issues and um, their fight for survival and their fight for recovery and then there are people that are just really bad human beings that have substance abuse issues mm-hmm. and he's just done terrible things sober or not and and she's there and you think this girl is she's a pretty girl she's got money in her pocket she's got a, she's owns part of a salon she's got a tv show and she's only ever been well maybe not only ever been with him but been with him since she was a very very young girl and he doesn't even have a job he's such a dud i mean he doesn't even have a job no and leech 
And I look at him and he's just the epitome of a leech. So we kind of find out that that's a dynamic. And and Lexi said, you know, my parents have kind not forgiven him as such, but accept that he's going to be around, which I didn't get as well. Because if it's Tony Soprano, Tony Soprano's not going to put up with his daughter dating that piece of shit. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's my impression. I've never seen it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He'd just put a gun to his head, essentially. He would be, he'd be in a ditch. So... (laughs) We cut to, Kate, we go to Bria's 23rd birthday party. Now, when they go shopping for the birthday party, first of all, they spend like a thousand dollars at like Party City on all this just disposable junk. And they're like, the the mother is like, you know, when I, no, when I do a party, I do it really, really big. Any excuse for a party? And I love that, you know, it's the very kind of Italian, let's have everybody over. We always have, we're going to have the meatballs, we're going to have the coffee, we're going to have the drinks, everyone good time. And so they have this massive party. They have like a truck that's just for sweets and candy. And then they have like big bars, like with tons of booze. And it's like, that's lovely. There's tons of people there for her birthday. She mm-hmm. came out, she came she came out wearing a dress and yeah it's her birthday party but this was like two o'clock on a saturday afternoon you th- she wears i mean admittedly this is a girl that wears a see-through cat suit to work for her birthday she came out in a dress i mean a ball gown pretty much well i didn't want it's, that sounds a lot fancier than it is like a prom dress an american prom dress or something but with a slit up to her genitals <laughs> <laughs> that and she wasn't wearing any underwear and it was just family by the way it was just family and then with that that wasn't enough she had to shove on like six inch heels such a choice and you just think <laughs> why i why was that what you wanted to wear for your 20 foot i mean it was a lot seeing her come out and her sister's like um we can see everything she's like oh it doesn't matter well your grandfather grandfather ponytail's there i don't know if uh if he'll agree but anyway the party starts everyone's pretty much dressed like that i mean it's not as if she was really the only one right yeah they're not in like sundresses or yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean i did take a look you know how i like I, I am starting to do a lot of reflection on my life through TLC shows, not through any therapy or work on myself, just purely through TLC shows. Sure. And I did look and I think if a 70, unclear, 78, unclear, year old can get up early in the morning and get their hair done, get their makeup done, wear what they wear. I'm not saying I'm going to base my style on that, but I thought, you know what, Pauline? Let's try a little bit harder. Let's try a little bit harder. I wish that thought had crossed my mind. <laughs> I was I was told something once, which I think is such a good rule of thumb. I, I have no idea where I heard it, but it said, get up. It was about, you know, about how you present yourself to the world, right? Yeah. And he said, get up and dress every day like you're going to run into your ex-boyfriend. And I uh... thought, oh, that is perfect right that is good that's good good so Mm -hmm. every time you think i'm just popping to trader joe's and you're wearing a t-shirt and jogging bottoms you think you know what if i bumped into that ex i really want to look really really good when i see him next 
It's funny that you said Trader Joe's because Mm -hmm. that's the one place where I will always make an effort to look like the main character. Like, I really. Yeah, because I love Trader Joe's vibes. Like, I don't ever have a list. I just go there and vibe, and I'm, like, checking everyone out. Everyone's really good looking, and I, like, think everyone's looking at me, but they're probably not. And I will, so try, I will try to look – I'll try to, like, you know, have a cute little fit on. I mean, it's just, like, cool wow. sneakers and, like, joggers, cute. but I, I will have to, like, kind of – if your ex-boyfriend any of your ex-boyfriends are in trader joe's then you're going to be fine because you've prepped the look you've prepped just trader joe's just trader joe's though yeah okay pumping you know petrol or gas into your car and you bump into them might not it's not going to turn out well don't look at me yeah 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 so we go back to the part so that's just a little tip for everyone imagine tomorrow when you decide what you're going to wear Imagine you're going to bump into your ex and not just a regular ex, maybe that ex that you think, God, I wonder what he slash she is doing now. I kind of really like her slash him still. Think about that. Um, so we get to the party. It's ev- it's everything. I mean, it must have cost an absolute fortune, by the way, these parties she spends a fortune on them. And we see yeah. Matt is, you know, th- I mean, Bria is like she's just met him. She, you know, she's all over him and kissing him and like touching him. Where's my love? Where's my, I mean, it is like the lady doth protest too much because everybody hates him. So she's constantly trying to compensate for that. Of just like, mm-hmm. where is he? He's amazing. So she says, you know, to camera, she goes, Matt's obviously had his struggle with substance abuse issues and, and, but he's been sober for, he just came out of re or he came out of rehab X amount of months ago. And he's been sober for, let's say two months. I don't know if you have the exact what it was, but it was something like that. Yeah. I think that's right. And of course, TLC did their job. Thank you. They're following him. And of course, they cut it with where she's going, where is, you know, where is he? Where is he? And you see him go to the bar and be like, vodka soda and keep it coming. And you're like, uh oh. Uh oh. Then it gets worse. This is, this is her birthday, right? 23rd. She goes outside. And what has he done? Set up. A proposal so he gets down on his knees and proposes to her on 23rd birthday you know will you marry me and she's as though she's just met a prince (gasps) no job cheated on her constantly um has major issues that he's not dealing with just and she's like oh this is the happiest day of my life this is look at this ring and i'm like you bought the ring it was very much like a vicky gumbleson it was like you bought the ring (laughs) (laughs) Let's be real here. Yeah, I mean, that's everyone's dream, right? To have their significant other have to get drunk in order to propose to them. Oh, but it gets better. I mean, it gets better. Her her, her fantasy was fulfilled even more. After she said yes, and then she goes back to the party, and she's like, oh, this is the best day of my life. Camera crews cut to her, finding him in a bedroom, passed out. And she, of course, hot mic, hot mic. So you hear her saying, hey, hey, wake up. And it was not just booze. She's like, what have you taken? He's like, I have nothing, nothing. It was just like, he couldn't form sentences. He'd obviously taken a pill. He'd done whatever he'd done. And he was a mess. She couldn't even get him to stand up. This is her birthday after he just proposed to her. Awful, awful. And then she comes out and of course producer right on her. So what's, do you want to tell us what's going on? Oh, he's just really tired immediately. Mm. 
see immediately mm-hmm. enabling him and covering for him. It was a long day. He's just really, it was really sad and hard to watch because you see yeah. the pain in her. You really see the pain in her and she's automatically with that lie as a yeah. lot of people do that cover for addicts. Like you're automatically like lying. And she said, yeah, you know, he's just really, really tired. And the producer's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it cuts to black screen and it's like Matt entered rehab for the ninth time the next day. <sighs> really rough. It was really rough. It was really rough. And then it, you see him kind of... The rest of season... I mean, a lot of the, that... That was kind of season one, first season. Um, you meet all the characters. And then you see... Um, oh, no. Do, well, yeah. Do we need to talk about Lexi's boyfriend? Did we... I don't know who he was. Do you want to talk about Lexi's boyfriend? Because that was I a don't big know, question mark. I don't know much about him, but he was in the intro when she was talking about all the different characters in her family. She goes, and that's my boyfriend, Joe. He works at the pizzeria next door. Of course his name's Joe when he works at the pizzeria. Of course. He, yeah. Oh, I'm not doing the accent very well. He walked by one day and I was like, he's hot. We've been together for a year now. Ugh. Dreams. Perfect. Such dreams. Um, <laughs> you're right. And I say it was a question mark because you kind of never saw him again or heard him speak. No. So he's just there, Joe. Yeah. It was just Joe. Joe, Joe. Joey. Joey. Give me a pizza. Give me a pie. All right, Pauline. Let's calm down. Pepperoni. Down, <laughs> <laughs> a spicy yeah. meatball. I wonder, where's the meatballs? Okay, I'm going to. put pineapple just... on a pizza. I think what it's just a thick. I think it's just a lot of when I do impressions of anyone from Long Island or Jersey or Brooklyn or tri-state area, it's just me shouting and hoping that it sounds. That's pretty much what they do on the show. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Shouting over each other. I forgot the ending of season one. You go through all the players. He comes out of rehab. And of course, it's like, oh, he's doing so well. You're just like, this is horrible. This is awful. And yes, the engagement's still on. I'm like, I mean, what does he have to do? Murder someone in front of you. So the, the standards are nowhere to be found. None. It's just defeat. And then the next thing is, oh, he's bought us, bought, yeah, right, TLC, bought us tickets to Vegas because the stress of the wedding is so much with the family. We're going to elope. The elope. Yeah, the elopement. And you see them and they literally walk into their hotel room and it's a massive suite and they're both like, whoa. And it's like, yeah, because TL- TLC, you're not even subtle, like pretending. Like TLC bought all of this and they're like, yes, they get married. This is great drama. This, yeah, this will drive the parents crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And she literally left the job and just went and they're like, she has clients and she's not here and she's in Vegas. She's FaceTimes to the parents. Parents like, you got to come home. This is not cool. And then she gets all the way to the um, to the ceremony and then she they don't do it. So that was, you're kind of like, oh, please, she's going to dump him. Please, this would be, this is what she needs. This is like, I'm glad she didn't make yet another mistake, but maybe this is the end of the relationship. Right. Um, and that was kind of the end of season one. Yeah. So then it was 2020. There was no season due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And we get into 20, we get into season two, 2020, 2021. Yeah. And it starts so dark very bleak um the business is struggling like most businesses were after the pandemic Mm -hmm. they had to completely close down i think for four months yeah and oh i guess i didn't start with the saddest thing yeah the saddest thing business aside 
is that Big Mike has passed away from he cancer. He died. And it was just, you're like, no, what? you're thinking what? Because he didn't look well in the no. in the season beforehand. He didn't look well, but no. they said that he was, this is just so many stories you hear like this and you just think, wake up and live your life because he was diagnosed i'm saying that to like all of us we should we should hear these stories and wake up and live our life he was diagnosed with cancer in february and dead by may and you just think they just had no idea how ill he was and he didn't either he or he wasn't accepting of it i mean to be diagnosed in February and die in May is just nothing. And they, and of course, because of COVID, the mother, Jen, was like, I was keeping all the girls away from him. I didn't want them to be around him in case he got sick or they got sick or da 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 da. So then there was this massive guilt, and you see the three of them. It's very poignant that Big Mike isn't there, and it's just the three of them in the kitchen when it was so full of him before. And um, they looked, they were holding it together very, very well um, in the individual interviews um Lexi was she couldn't talk no she wasn't ready yeah it was it was huge you were kind of hit with that at the beginning and you're just thinking wow how how unbelievably sad it was and then they they definitely talk about that a lot in season two as you would um they it's very much onwards and upwards like very very strong women in the sense of that like they know they have to carry on they've got a business they've got to figure this out and they have yeah. the wedding. So we find out that she's still going to marry this guy. Yes. In a and big way. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any of the figures written down? Because I do. Uh, 100K, I think they... Easily the 100K. At least. So she... We see that it's that starts obviously talking about the death of Big Mike. And then it goes into talking about money a lot. Because Jen, the mother, claims she had no clue about the finances of her life of her entire life due to big mike and once again i think we've already done a psa about this kate in a previous episode women be even if you um if you are not working and you stay at home and this applies to men i guess but more prominently it's usually women if you're sitting at home and you don't work and someone's saying i'll take care of all the bills you need to know what's in your bank account. This woman didn't know she even had a mortgage. And he'd That's taken out gonna... multiple mortgages. Right. I was going to say, didn't she think it was all paid off? She the whole all... house was they... paid she... Yeah. She goes, I didn't even know I had a mortgage. How am I going to pay for it? That's wild to not know. Yeah. You cannot, uh, you can be in as much love as you want, but don't let anybody else dictate your finances. Because right. she was left, Big Mike was not accepting that he was dying, which happens a lot, so didn't prepare anything. She said, I don't know what bank accounts we have. I don't know how to pay bills. I don't know what bills we have. I didn't even know we had, mo- they had like multiple mortgages. <sighs> and the business is failing. So she's like, I'm just hoping he has a big, um, a big load of cash put, put aside somewhere I'm going to find. And it's the pandemic. She's telling her daughters, hey, I, and this says a lot about Bria too, all of yeah. this. So she's telling, her and Lexi are having a conversation about finances at one point, And she's like, Lexi, I'm paying everyone's payroll yep. with money I don't have. Mm-hmm. That's how bad this is. Yeah. And Lexi's like, um, well, maybe Bria should be working more than a couple hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Lexi is busting her ass 
Oh at yeah, the what salon. we she is, and what we didn't mention is is that that Kate's getting into is that these nails that she she does they are come with huge price tags. I mean, she says between three to a thousand dollars just for one set of nails. She goes because it takes me upwards of about forty hours to make some of these nails. That's an entire week of work for most people nine to five or just a one client yeah they're they're i cannot stress this enough how elaborate these nails are unbelievable so they're around this kitchen table and as you were saying you know she's going i'm i'm carrying everyone because the mother's even like we need um lexi to do more of her nails that's what brings in the money which understand makes sense and this girl this bria is sat there just going yeah, but I want the wedding that daddy promised me. I want the wedding. I want this. I want... I just... The disconnect. The the this, dissociation. Yeah. This mother was like, I can't pay the bills. And she goes, yeah, but you know what? My wedding shower, the flowers are going to be $5,000 for the wedding shower. The shower. It was $5,000 in flowers. <sighs> it was disgusting it was really disgusting and then this poor woman had a husband die she's trying to figure out finances she says that she keeps having like they ended up getting in a medium because she she was convinced there's some wad of money somewhere and that he's hidden which is very you know soprano esque. Mm -hmm. but because she says oh he's got what was his job that's it he's very vague he had a plumbing um a plumbing business in queens and you're like oh Oh, okay okay yeah okay (laughs) um is that near madame paulette (laughs) i wonder (laughs) no madame paulette no john we're talking about Real Housewives right now. Madame Paulette was in Manhattan, but John was from um, Queens. That's what it was. Anyway, so it was all very vague. It was like he had a business there, but there was never any mention of like, well, did the business close? Did he just solely own it? Was that unclear? Very, very unclear. But she was determined there's going to be a suitcase she was going to open up. And she said that all of this was going on. Her husband died, pandemic, all this stuff. She said, and I got a leak, two leaks in my basement, which if which is so stressful as a homeowner like when you get things like that and you know how much it's going to cost and it's so stressful and it always comes at the worst time and she said so i kept being dragged into i felt like being dragged into the basement and i'm thinking maybe he's left some money down there it was she just knew she knew she didn't know a lot about the finances but i think she knew really had an idea that he was maybe doing some I'm, this is all complete proposition. This is me right. completely just guessing, but I think she was just hoping there was this money from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Let's she had intuition that. about what he would do. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So the discussion is all going on about this wedding, right? And mm-hmm. this girl is just not backing down. She's not working. I mean, well, Lexi gets got everything she wanted from Dad. It's like okay, but, I mean, come on. Th- it just it was bl- it was just blind like watching someone demand that their mother who's saying i have no money pay for these monstrously elaborate events for her wedding by the way i just wanted i wanted to add in it what's your husband paying for or your soon to be husband well he doesn't have a job so what's what's his side of the family bringing to the table exactly that was nothing mentioned yeah it's not it's not a fairy tale wedding to prince charming either it's a lot of money for a basically a huge party yep. for your daughter to marry this 
fucking boner yeah so they're having that that's kind of the tension between the two sisters and of course lexi still hates matt and she's like why are you doing this and then they have a party and this i thought it was gonna be huge secret comes out because it was like why don't you oh this was in season one actually she goes why do you hate him so much and lexi goes you want me to tell you and i'm like oh he i thought he hit her i thought it was gonna be really bad i thought he Mm. she was gonna say something like that because she was like from this one thing i'll never forgive him and nobody knows what it is and tlc is like and it turns out that he's like in high school he apparently spread a rumor that he'd slept with the mother yeah (laughs) and that was it I was like, <laughs> okay okay so That's gross going, and immature yeah it was ridiculous so we're going through the season and then um they did get a medium in um that came in and she was asking about money and connected with big mike i don't think there was really a lot that was said there but she says you know the money will come in it was all very vague answers and then jen <laughs> said she got a, a letter from a bank that he had two accounts there and um he had uh uh, that she didn't even know about she said i didn't even know it accounts her and so she goes to the bank and um alluded to it was about fifty thousand dollars in these accounts so she said oh well that will pay for half of lexi's wedding not lexi's bria's wedding and you're like 50 oh, i don't know <laughs> look we've had episodes where we've spoken about weddings we don't need to go down there so the, the tension is rising between the two sisters like they're really getting at each other and yeah. then I want to reference Lexi, Lexi's metamorphosis, perhaps, shall we say. Yeah. So we see her the first season and she's somewhat like Hot Topic-esque. And then mm-hmm. she's t- Tim Burton-esque. And then she's got these really tight dresses on, which you can tell she's not too fond of. And she's just kind of yeah. following in. Then, Kate, I'm sorry if you can point out when this happened. When did she turn into a dragon? And I'm not Shh. being that's not she hyperbole wearing these sort of costumes it, it was to events and thing. stuff you start seeing her in the interviews and she's literally wearing like a dragon around her neck and dragon wings and like dragon skin clothing only mm-hmm. and you're like is anyone gonna talk should we talk about this or are we all I good wish, i wish they would have more yeah she ends up going to the wedding spoiler alert wedding did happen um Mm -hmm. and she is married to him she goes she's a bridesmaid maid of honor and all the (laughs) bridesmaids have the same dress but she has dragon wings on and she has dragon like ears and she was dressed like it was basically game of game of thrones she's calling herself the maid of horror to the point horror that's right to yeah. the point where the the guy announcing her was like, and here's Lexi, the maid of horror. <laughs> and she comes up and she's wearing the, dragon the out- wings. Dragon like wings. everyone was dressed in the same thing as a bridesmaid's, but she was in the, it was just, it was like a teenager and it wasn't even Game of Thrones era. This was last year. So it wasn't like, you know, Game of Thrones era. I don't know I, what it was. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I just I thought it was her way of trolling the hell out of her sister. Her being like, This is stupid that we're spending all this money on this. I'm gonna wear this dumbass costume to your wedding. Maybe if it was that, then yeah, I agree. I That's think how it, it could have been. You're right. Be. I guess I didn't take it like that. I just took it as like this girl is trying to find her individuality. Oh, she's no longer with Pizza Joe. Her and Pizza Joe no longer together. They split up, but we don't okay. know why. Yeah. 
Um, so she's on her own and I wonder if she's just trying to find herself. But it felt like a teenager finding herself. It was odd. Right. It was really odd. Trying on a persona. Yeah. 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 Um, but just make sure that persona is good enough that if you run into your ex-boyfriend, Pizza Joe, you're looking good. You want Don't Pizza Joe to be the... salivating and not over the pizza. Oh. Um, <laughs> And oh, there's a fight. They fight so much leading up to the wedding. They have this yep. huge fight. She's about to do Bria's nails and she ends up not doing them because Bria tells her that she, as the maid of honor, aka maid of horror, cannot give a speech at the wedding because yep. she does not trust her to not say something rude about <laughs> about her fiance. Because she hates him. him. Yeah. She hates him. Yeah. And so it's like, you're, well, maybe you shouldn't come. I don't want to come. <laughs> Let me she go and see what Pizza Joe wants to do. <laughs> it was just, yeah, screaming. And then but, her speech, she does give a speech. Yeah. It's just like, all right, well, you're part of the family now. So, yeah. She okay. dealt with that well. She dealt with that well. But I, I honestly, by the end of it, like, as we say, uh, Bria got married. Um, yeah. A lot of reflection about, obviously, Big Mike not being there. Mm-hmm. Um, Foxy, and the grandf- Foxy and Grandfather Ponytail, um, they were there. Dre- I mean, dressed something. Um, and I think that by the end of it, I was very, very fond of Lexi. And as you say, like, she was a very likable character with a lot of depth. I think yeah. there was the fact that, you know, she was in this family with these big, big personalities in this style that is so over the top and sexualized and just huge. And she's kind of finding her way and losing all of that way. And she's a very successful businesswoman. She's a great artist. She's not the norm there, even though she no. may look it. And I really like that about her. She's not. She's she's sort of the odd duck or whatever, the black mm. sheep. And but she she to me seemed like a person that really just it's very simple. She just wants to be heard and mm. understood. Mm. And she she wants mm. to express herself and be seen and heard and she repeats that throughout I I noticed to her mom and her sister. She's like, yeah. No one listens yeah. to me. You guys shut me down all the time and she's the most logical of the family a lot of the time and uh, she is i mean she was the one that was bringing in all the money as well right you know um she wants no, respect it was, yeah i think everything i think that's very true what you said and at the end of it <clears throat> i didn't do you know i'm not the researcher on trash tv kate is but i did see that i went onto the um instagram of bria and surprise surprise she's pregnant um with a girl due in july that's still married to Matt. Named Brianna? Bria and Brianna. That's what I imagine for the name. Oh, sure. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. And she'll, I'm on, you know what, she'll... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm on Lexi's uh, Instagram, and it, it's very, like, Halloween vibes yeah. in yeah, April. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was just kind of her style. But mm-hmm. I was going to say with Bria... You know that kid is going to come out. It's going to get his ears pierced at six weeks. It's going to get his nails done before it turns a year old. I mean, it's there's going to be a lot going on with that. A lot. Maybe even be in a beauty pageant. Oh, what? A little foreshadowing a there. good Kate. You're good, dude. You're Segway. good. 
good segue um before we move on we need to do our pounds of learning kate do mm-hmm. you want to um explain our rating system for new listeners sure thing okay so we rate each show that we watch on a scale of zero to 600 that number is based on one of the most popular shows on tlc network 600 pound life mm-hmm. of course and this allows us to be incredibly specific with how we're rating these shows and then we will tell you why we gave it exactly. that score Exactly. So, Kate, why don't you go ahead? What did you give Unpolished? I really liked this show mostly because I really liked Lexi and her yeah. journey. And mm-hmm. so I gave this a high rating of 539. I really that liked it. It is high. Wow. And, you know, it's very high, but maybe it's just because the shows lately I have, I don't know. I was like, oh, <laughs> good. this is good. And um, I learned from Lexi how to carry your entire family on your back by painting nails. I mean, not a lot of people can say that they do that. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to know if it was not revealed, hopefully if there's a season three, which I wonder if there is, I didn't look into that. Um, If there is a season three, they're probably filming it now. Um, If there was a suitcase of cash, I just want to know if she found something in that basement. She could have found some other stuff in that basement under the concrete. But anyway, uh let's stop. imagine if they just there. they they just find a treasure chest in the <sighs> attic and all of a sudden oh, that'd be so exciting <laughs> or just a suitcase with just tons of hundreds in there but there's just a little speckle of blood and a and a gun in there that's yeah. very that's very surprising <laughs> that's more likely yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I gave it 220, which I thought was actually very high, but you, oh. you outdid me on that. I went because, for it. I don't know. Yeah. No, because I did. I, I really, really was very um, taken by Lexi, and I like her. Would I watch it again? Most likely not. No. But I would follow on what she she's doing, because I like her. I really, really like her. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the end of, of Unpolished. So that's the rundown on that. I think this would be probably be a good time for a little break kate what do you think we'll be right back after this oh hello it's pauline again and i am slotting in here between two very important points being made to hawk some of my merch hooray okay this will only take a minute you are obviously a fan of the absurd if you're listening to this so i'm sure you have a small place in your heart for the gloriously absurd real housewives franchise on bravo I've created a line of the snarkiest notebooks you will find based on the Real Housewives of New York. They are available on Etsy. Link to my store is in the show notes. Okay, I finished hawking. Back to the show. All right, and we are back with our second show. I have the honors of uh, reading the synopsis provided by TLC. Second show that the Wheel of Shame chose for us last week, Toddlers and tiaras dash where are they now the synopsis revisiting the lives of former contestants and their parents who recall some of the most talked about moments from toddlers and tiaras also learning what these former contestants are up to now (sighs) right right copious notes on this copious notes okay we only had three episodes which i thanked the the tlc gods for 
um, only three episodes. They were kind of mini episodes where they focused on three individuals that had been in the horror show of Toddlers and Tiaras, the original show. And as it says in the description, they kind of just flash back to what they did then um, and then where they are now. Now, when I use this i use this phrase frequently especially on this podcast because it is very apt but it has never been so perfectly apt as it is for what we were watching on toddlers and tiaras where are they now and that phrase is deeply deeply unsettling unsettling. i everyone kind of even if you've never watched it you know what Toddlers and Tiaras was. I mean, once again, I could go into Jean Bonnet, but I think that's going to be a Patreon uh, episode. But it's all about these, you know, it became it became such an infamous show. And this is all back in, two, I think it was like 2007, 2008, 2009, and then it was axed. So yes. it obviously focuses on these children that are dragged, dressed up, fed sugar, pushed on stage by these being very kind zealous parents (laughs) and the film crew focused it and one of the big people that came out of it of course was honey boo boo i'd forgotten that honey boo boo came out of it i'd completely forgotten that honey boo boo and they did a flashback and she wasn't featured on on any of these shows but they did a flashback flashback to it and you're like god i remember her on it remember mama june and mama june and she's like this little southern blonde girl going, a dollar makes me holla, honey. And you're just like, it's like this little four-year-old, it, odd, very, very odd. But of course, that's where they came from. And if you've never seen this show, Toddlers and Tiaras, I mean, I watched these flashbacks, Kate, and I thought this would never be allowed. I, I, I would like to think this would never be allowed on television now. What these... The world of pageantry of these children, what you saw, I'm going to, I'm going to read some of the notes of these flashbacks. I mean, we're probably not going to go through all three episodes of each three people that were, that were featured, but these were some of the things that were, that I had, that I notated that were from the original show. Okay. There's one girl that is six that is dressed as a Native American, cultural appropriation, and gyrating on the floor in front of a panel of men. The camera then zooms into a a male judge smiling a little bit too much. You then have um, what they feed the children. These, These poor babies, and some of them are babies, six months old, a year old, five three they're all around that kind of like very very young infants are being fed mountain dew there was one that was called the pageant pick-me-up that was soda mixed with sweet tea and she poured two pixie sticks and anyone that isn't familiar with pixie sticks it's basically like colored flavored sugar Mm -hmm. into a cup and she, it was a sippy cup. This child couldn't even hold a regular cup. She was like three, and she called it Tinker Tea. And this Ew. child was just, I, you know, it's so easy to say this is abuse, but this is abuse. They are, this child was three years old drinking this soda, sweet tea, and sugar to make her 
not just due to poor diets and poor education of what children should eat. It's so she would have enough energy to go on in a bikini in front of a panel of men. That's what that was for. There was another one where a girl, this pixie stick was put on um, this, the mother's hand and this little baby who was crying, she was so exhausted. And if you know anything about children and when you see them and they're just exhausted and all they need is a cuddle and a nap, mm-hmm. this little girl was just sobbing. She was so tired. And they go, come and have some of this. And they filmed her licking the powdered sugar off the mother's hand so disturbing another woman just got three packets of sugar that you'd put in a coffee and just poured them in her daughter's mouth these young babies and their perfect little baby teeth and their stomachs everything is so pure with a little child and they're just wrecking them they were giving a spray tan to a two-year-old so this two-year-old is like it's cold i don't want to do it the mother has her in a bikini in front of cameras and they're giving her a um, spray tan. There was, um, I, honestly, these things, you can't believe, you really cannot believe what you were watching and that this was on air for so long. There were um, this little girl that was, at the time she was six, the mother was waxing her eyebrows. Um, there was, what else have I got here? Um, they all are saying the thing I don't like either is they are saying things that are so off-putting because you would never normally hear someone that young say something like that right like there's this girl and she's just like I know how to get out there and turn it on and I'm like what these parents have fed them all these sound bites that are sexualized and adult and and then so, so this show basically is three episodes, like we say, about 42 minutes each. They take three of them. They go through them. I'm just going to, you know, spoiler alert, all of them have no friends. They, some of them have grown up and they're very beautiful young women. They, they, mm-hmm. Some of them were like 14, 15. Some of them were like 20 now. Very good looking and, and beautiful girls. Mm-hmm. But they were, the mother was still next to these girls, telling them what to do, telling them how to be. They didn't really have any friends or any lives. It was horrible. It was horrible. There was a section that they put in that they wanted to talk about um, the uh, wildest outfits that were seen in the entire season of Toddlers and Tiaras. They did a rundown, okay? One of them, they had their daughter dress up as sandy from greece which you think that's cute okay in a little leather jacket the mother got her a cigarette she didn't light it which i wouldn't have been surprised at this point if the mother lit the cigarette and put it in this (laughs) five-year-old's mouth but you see her going remember to smoke the cigarette remember to smoke the cigarette so she goes on stage this five-year-old and she's like doing this sexual kind of walk with a cigarette in her hand and she's pretending to puff on it. Wait, if they're going to do that, why didn't they just get a candy one? Oh, no. Double Trust whammy. Me. Then she has the sugar and the... It's because the mother probably had one down her sweaty cleavage. and yeah. was like, like Angela. <laughs> Take and it listen, out of mommy's chest. Every single one, barring none of them, it was all this... It was all the South. 
did. It was all yeah, the south. It's very southern. Yeah. And these little, like the south, the Georgian accent on, like a little six-year-old, they sound so old. <laughs> and and they've got this like vocal fry and they they all talk like this mama give me my pixie sticks and you're just like you sound like an old woman and she's like five or six years old it's really deeply unsettling it's a secondhand smoke uh, yeah <laughs> the sugar that's Come like on, mama. that's what it is eroding their throat yeah this sweet little throat it's just <laughs> it made me want to honestly it made me want to cry i mean i was very emotional this day that i was watching this but i wanted to cry because they, they these children were sobbing. They were so tired. And the mother was putting makeup on them and telling me, I just wanted to hug them. My heart. I couldn't cope with it. I really, I was such an emotional wreck watching it. Just, it was these children just asking to be children. Then the, then I'm going to get to the number one most inappropriate outfit. Okay. This girl was five years old. The mother decided to dress her up as pretty woman went as a prostitute <laughs> she had fishnet yeah. stockings on How? i the mother said i got so much and she's interviewing years later that i she, i got so much backlash for that i thought it was just going to be cute she dressed her daughter <laughs> up in fish a five-year-old and these these men on these panels i was about to like Ew. if i could have put my fist through the tv screen and grab these men i i mean <laughs> there is not a single man that is on any of these pageants that is that is any pure thoughts to these children it's not possible no man is gonna sit and want to see a six-year-old humping the ground which some of them were doing these dance routines and think i'm doing this because i just love being around kids and fashion and it's training (sighs) girls at the youngest of ages to perform for men yep under the guise of getting a trophy yep because those girls grow up into women who marry men who want them to play that role and it's so (sighs) upsetting (laughs) i just i don't know what else to i don't know Kate, it was really hard to watch. Anyway, the I mean, the majority of all of these women um, now, or these young women now, are just. I mean, the the really saddest example was this girl called Liana, who is seventeen now, and she was um, she was put into pageants, but didn't look. You know, she didn't do the spray tans like she was all natural. Her mother was a complete nut job yeah. um, that collected like little figurines which always unnerve me and they're all dusty in a cabinet but um she she turned out in my opinion the worst because she ended up a musical theater major <laughs> boom boom <laughs> zing so her life was ruined essentially you know she, she went to new york and she became a musical theater major so i thought oh well the damage that was done to her in that early age she's gonna end up podcasting about tv she's gonna end up podcasting <laughs> she's gonna... <laughs> so there was a lot kate i mean it just it focused on all of them and all these girls needed deep intense therapy their mothers were attached and obsessed oh, with them still God. It was just bad. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else to say, but it really was hard, hard, hard to watch. I mean, they they turned out, a lot of them, just whatever you're thinking of how they probably turned out, that's how they turned out. 
like yeah, 2D exactly. and her mom, mm-hmm. oh, her God. aka her assistant. They both refer to her mom as being her assistant. She's like laying by the pool. She's 20 years old. Her mom cleans her room, makes all her food, takes care of her dog, wipes her ass, mm-hmm. holds a fan on her while she lays by the pool. I mean, it, I couldn't, I, could, I felt sick watching it. That was the one actually, uh, yeah, that was the one that had, was gyrating in a Native American um, oh, yeah. outfit as a child. And the man that was staring at her in the judge's pack makes me just it makes my i feel like a shiver go down my spine i just is a you could do that to your child how you could do and you know also on the complete other end of it i i i realized these parents spend thousands and give up their life they're going to like a a hilton in ohio or somewhere on a saturday it's the most depressed or a holiday inn a holiday inn on a Saturday in Ohio. It's like the most depressing way to spend their life. And their money. Their money. It's so sad. It's it you know what it reminds me of is those like balding guys you'll see in a bar mm-hmm. and they're just talking about a football game from when they were in high school. And oh, for sure. And you're just oh, like yeah. oh my gosh, that's still one of the most notable things that's happened in your life very familiar with that absolutely these people that just and it's the parents just talking about their achievements when they were like 12 and it's just like yeah doesn't what does that mean that was the highlight of your life like oh it's so sad so sad they're all stuck in the past yeah they are so i mean it was i don't know i don't have anything else to say about that show do you nope no it, it, it was it was horrific it really was horrific but kate it brought up something for me though toddlers and tiaras the original is on the wheel of shame so we're gonna get it dude that will be a dark day we should wear black armbands and all of our listeners should wear black armbands in honor of the episode of these girls innocence of toddlers and tiaras the death I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to be heavily medicated to watch it because I, was, I wanted to cry watching just these flashbacks. So I don't know Absolutely. how I'm going to watch any of it. It'll be tough. It'll be really hard. Well, learning-wise, I want to say I actually gave it 350 pounds of learning. And you may say, whoa, well, that's so high. But it's high because I learn everything I never, ever, ever want to be or do to a child. Okay, yeah. So... That's what that's, I gave it. What about you? Fair. I I gave it three. <laughs> three? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I gave it three because I already knew I was completely not a fan of little kids and beauty pageants. And this just reinforced that belief a thousand times watching yeah. every single clip of these women. Or it these was girls. bad. No one needs to watch that. You know what? It's so it's this is what's really funny, Kate. We have had numerous times these shows that we have got on the wheel of shame, something like Filth Fighter that's just been scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, right. Toddlers and Tiaras is still on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know why. Yeah, we know who's watching that. We know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly Ugh. on, let's get talking about the wheel of shame. All right. It's time, let's... Kate. It's, it's always that I get a little bit of a thrill when we get to the wheel of shame. I know it's exciting. It's so exciting. I had a little chill. Um, I think we've spoken 
politely about the wheel of shame because we speak to the gods as we go through the mm-hmm. the episode of what we got what we received what we hope to receive so fingers crossed kate um anything that you'd like this week well we're always hoping for alaskan women <sighs> looking for love that's always a given every week we're wait. hoping for that <laughs> that's gonna be amazing um yeah i want i think i said this last week i want something with love and like a weird couple dynamic or something yeah i would like it and if yeah. you could put in a side of maybe getting drunk drunk fights in in with that Perfect. i'd like that drama yeah. um yep. hidden secrets something like that mm-hmm. deception put yeah. that together wheel of shame all right it's time to spin okay let's fingers crossed by the way once again i'm just gonna say this we have not had one show from the 90 day fiance well that's not true we had i guess love in the caribbean but the original 90 day we've not had one in that series where they start the show with 90 we and there are one two three four five six seven there are eight of them so have you had a feeling the darcy feeling i feel that i'm gonna get darcy and stace every every week every (laughs) week i want my darcy i want my stace oh god do you remember the original 90 day fiance i mean it is just a dream of reality tv it is gotta cut it on the bias on the bias jet babe but uh, it's the best tv show so when we get to that that. guys buckle up all right let's spin without further ado the wheel is spinning it's spinning it's spinning give us give us a freshie give us a freshie come on oh oh no Oh, Kate. What is... It's not Toddlers and Tiaras, is it? I'm going to No, die. that would be spooky. That would be really spooky. Okay. Okay, so remember to write this down because I always forget and have to text you halfway through the week. Um, yes. <laughs> the first one is the most ridiculous... I'm The only, the only redeeming feature on this is that it's probably just going to be like one episode, hopefully. Okay. It's called Buddy Velastro Road to Recovery. And I'm going to tell you what this is. That's the guy from like... What is it? cake or cupcake is a guy that had the big the big show like cupcake um, wars it's not no, it's something i don't know yeah it's like he's a baker and he and he he hurt his hand on a while he was out bowling and nearly like severed his finger off and this is a show about him getting better oh i assumed he was an addict or something oh no, okay recovery that's okay. gonna be the content of this i remember this because i'd seen it on um cake boss that's what it's called cake boss and that became a monstrous show um Mm -hmm. god God, i don't want to get that one um and it was just in the news that he went bolt not well we'll get into it but anyway that's all this is about because i remember when we put this all together i was laughing i was like he even got a show just about (laughs) his fingers getting better (laughs) so i think it's on tlc go oh i was gonna say are you doing oh thank you are you checking yeah okay all right so that's our uh, that's our first one right. hopefully it's just like one episode please they cannot make a series out of that no. can they I all mean, right you, you never know you too seriously <laughs> all right let's spin, spin the wheel okay spinning again for our second spin one. It like a pizza. Good one like joe's pizza joey's pizza spin it <laughs> oh okay Okay, this one, (laughs) 
I think you're gonna have to double check to see if this is on this is one that when I put it on, on the wheel of shame I was crying laughing about this one because you know it's all these like thousand pound sisters thousand pound best friends my 600 pound life and this show's just called too large there's oh. just no effort put in it's just like look what else can we do we're going to have another show about the morbidly obese what can we call it some some jeff the pa is like too large jeff you've done it again you save the day at tlc oh they're too large so we've got two kate do you think we're gonna find that anywhere oh my god i don't know if that's really old it may have been before they had the um people coming up with names like thousand pound best friends and thousand pound right. sisters it's oh, just i have it on images that's why it's just it's on, too large it's on discovery plus okay yeah so we have our two shows so we've got the cake boss and his healing of fingers and so i what this is going to be about is pretty obvious people that are just too large, too large. it's new i saw it. it came out last year oh interesting mm-hmm. wow they really yep. gave up i mean they, they did. really gave they were, they were ready to go home that day from the writer's room. They were. They yeah. Were. Get Jeff in. Can someone get... Is he getting the coffee? Jeff, did you get the coffee? We're just Jeff. having a really hard time here. We need this coffee because we cannot come up with a name. What, oh, I, oh, may I ask what the show's about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the show's about um, really, really morbidly obese people. Oh, so they're too large? Jeff, we got it. Right, yeah. everyone, Done let's it go again, home. Jeff. <laughs> I said non-fat. <laughs> throws it in his face and jeff comes back for work the next day jeff saves tlc he always comes crawling back he's amazing just like us just like us (laughs) to you dear listeners we appreciate you so 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 much all right so we have our two shows for next week you know what time it is right now okay what do we do now it's plug time. It's plug time. Okay, you go ahead, please. Oh, well, oh, let me do social. We'll do social media, then we got to talk about your fantastic podcast. Yes. Social media. Guys, follow us on there where we talk a lot of shit. Um, Instagram and TikTok, we are at Tender Loving Care Pod, Tender Loving Care Pod. And Twitter, uh, where we just spew the most shit, is TLC Poddy tlc poddy um we've already talked about agents in the field you just want to reach out since you know maybe you know jeff the pa you can email us tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com follow us and all that stuff email us some love and then kate we need to tell people about your potty your yes, other potty my other potty i have another pod where i talk with my friend bryce about bravo shows that are currently airing it's called mostly bravo and you can find it anywhere you can get podcasts you can find us on instagram at mostly bravo back to you pauline (gasps) and this is where i do my shameless plug as well um so i we've discussed obsessed with bravo that's how kate and i fell in love Mm -hmm. and i decided to create some merch uh with a side of snark obviously um dedicated to our darling housewives so my etsy store where everything can be found um is a brit in the sun Uh, my links are all in my social media which is uh just instagram um which is my handle is a brit in the sun a b-r-i-t in the sun you can go there you can check out i have t-shirts i have sweaters i have bags i have uh notebooks and it's all original um snark from me about our darling housewives so please go and check that out 
Um, and I think that's it, Katie Kate. Yeah, I gotta go get my spray tan and mm. do my nails and tease sure. my hair. And I've got to go and get some sugar packets and just put them directly into my mouth so I can mm. have enough energy for the rest of the evening. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. You're awesome. Um, we really want to just say we love seeing um, all the breakdowns of where everyone's listening. Mm-hmm. And we are so happy that we have so many places to come and crash at when we are next in Australia, when we're next in Germany, when we're next in Switzerland. So That's thank right. you so much for that. That's right. And if you enjoyed this episode right now, send it to your friend, text it to them. You got to mm-hmm. listen to this. Share, share, share. And thank share, you so much. Share, share, Thank you guys. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.